Hello everyone, welcome to The Tale of the Forgotten Room, our dark academia one night adventure that streamed live on our YouTube channel in early December. We have a killer cast for this one and this is coming out in its audio version in two parts for you. So enjoy this part one of this dark academia thriller. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hi. We are live, and we're here to play some D&D, and I'm so excited to have all these folks in this wonderful game. Um, general What's content up, warning that we Hello. have Hi. a uh, thriller-style game happening here tonight, so uh, there may be some bumps in the night there may be some spooky descriptions uh there may be some scary monsters there may be some things uh in the general thriller horror vein that will happen in terms of action and adventure um so just a heads up that if that's not something that you're feeling for tonight or feeling in general uh that's okay and we invite you to tune into our next adventure or some of our other content uh without further ado I will leave it to this lovely cast to popcorn around and introduce themselves uh, to you all here in the audience. Austin, would you like to go first? You're directly next to me, so I see you there. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Uh, hey, what's up? My name is Austin. My pronouns are he, they, she. You can find, I got a thing for what I'm supposed to say, and I'm professional. I'm going to look at it. <laughs> um, my, my name is awesome. My pronouns are he, they, she. Uh, tonight I will be playing um, Edward Sai, whose pronouns are she, they. I just decided right now. Edward <laughs> is a uh, a rogue, a mastermind rogue. That's what it's called. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I think that's what I'm supposed to say. I think that's all of it. Awesome. How about Liz? How's it going? How about Liz? Hey, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> I'm Liz. My pronouns are she, any. I am playing Mix, the Sorcerer Bard tonight. Uh, and I'm excited to get into some dark academia horror. Uh, I will pass it over to Batia, I think. Hey, I predicted this in my head. <laughs> I saw you predict it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Latia Jaquise. My pronouns are she, her. I'm, tonight, I will be playing Desdemona Villard, a tiefling wizard, a horse girl, um, whose pronouns are also she, her. Um, and I'm really excited to get into the meat of this mystery. Uh, and I'm going to popcorn it to Jay. Hello, everybody. That was so convenient because I just finished making a tweet that you all can now retweet. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> my name is Nala or Jay, and I am, uh, who am I? I am an artist and art director, and uh, what are all sources? I'm playing uh, Zebulon, who is a bard and um, is a professor of fashion design at the school that we are at. 
and I am really excited to be here. Yeah. And who hasn't gone? Sorry, I was not paying attention because I was making the aforementioned tweet. Edward. <laughs> Edward. Wait, wait. Pronouns. Were your character pronouns? Oh, sorry. My pronouns are they them. Zebulon's pronouns are Zizim Zeers. Edward! Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my my name is Edward. I go by he, they. Um, and I play the lovely, the fabulous, um, the ultra glamorous Jiffany, and that's with a JT. Um, <laughs> uh, she is a warlock and she does cosmetology um, for plays in which she's secretly very passionate about but on the surface very blase about and she's the most popular girl in college which means nothing in college but it's a badge she holds very firmly in her heart why is that true i never thought of that before it's so true yeah it's like it's, it's not true it's something tv shows will like yeah because they want to like hold to it they want to do an older audience but like they, they're scared of going beyond the high school thing, so they pretend high school cliques are real in college, but in reality, everyone's just worried about where the next ramen is coming from. <laughs> they're going to survive finals. So true! So true! <laughs> uh, and last but last, last but not least, we have Ed. Last but last. <laughs> last but last. Hi, oh, and Jiffany is she, they? She no, she she her. Sorry. Hi. Um uh, I'm Alice. Uh she they pronouns. Uh tonight. I am playing Gamble, who is a changeling artificer. Uh they use they them pronouns. And Gamble tonight is going to be playing Miro Oakley Four, uh, who is an elf um bard. Yeah. The layers. The layers. So many layers. Such layered characters for this. I love it so much. Um, well, cool. Uh I think that means it's time to roll our opening credits. Ooh. Ooh. So without further ado, we'll start the game on the other side. I'm normal. Uh, so, <laughs> as, as we come into this stormy, wet, wintry day at Bailiwick College for the Arts, uh, it's gray. There's melted snow on the ground from a snow that had fallen a few nights before. And it's oddly quiet at the university as winter break has taken hold and many students have left to go home to celebrate whatever wintry holidays even if the holiday is just a break from education except for our cast here and a few other students 
Jiffany is in her dorm room where her roommate Bardis hasn't been seen in about 48 hours. The last thing Jiffany remembers seeing is a group of masked individuals coming into the room in the middle of the night, taking Bardis from her bed and out of the room. The only thing notable about them, aside from the masks, were the deep indigo robes and the tips of their fingers, which seemed to be dyed the same indigo color. Ed, will you please describe Jiffany for the audience? Jiffany is, like I said, she's fabulous. Um, she's an elderin, and right now it's winter, so she has like um, a very frozen look to her. Um, she's wearing a impractical, like plaid skirt that's red, and like a and a very very long um, red trench coat with like heels that verge on being unpractical. And right now she keeps on like pacing back and forth between her bed, the door, um, her desk. And she keeps on like, and every time she sits on her desk, like she just like taps a few moments and then gets back up. And she's like doing this again and again and again. So you pace around the room. Uh, we see uh, a lovely horned hooved individual uh walking up the steps down the hallway another friend of Bardis, who has noticed her absence at the coffee kiosk on the university uh liz what does uh the the audience see as mix strides towards the bedroom door of tiffany and Bardis? i think First, because the halls are so empty with every gone, everyone gone home for the holidays, you hear the hoofs first and you hear her trot, trot, trot down the hall. And on entering, uh, you'd see a satyr of average height. She's got sort of, they've got blonde, <clears throat> sandy blonde hair that wraps around and braids around sort of curved horns forward. Um, and they've got their apron on stained and coffee. Uh, and they reek of just brown coffee beans. Uh, and they kind of stumble on into the room. Yeah. Do you knock or you just go right in? Uh, at the edge, uh, there'll be kind of a, just a, and then she'll, they'll head in. Jiffany. Ah! And she throws her pillow at you. <laughs> uh, Jiffany. God, it's me. Don't just come into my room. Oh my God. What if you were a sex criminal? <laughs> well, I was looking for Meredith. Uh, she doesn't come in for a shift. She Like, yeah, she hasn't been, I don't know where she is. Like, she had this weird cult meetup or whatever. Hello? Yeah, I... Listen, it's uh, college. I just assume it was, like, a hazing thing. Like, I know she's not typically into that kind of stuff, but, like, I've been telling her to experiment in her inner soul, and I thought it was, like, a kind of meeting hazing thing. 
Vix kind of leans against the door, uh, and in her hand, uh, there's a schedule. There's it's just a schedule in their hand, and they look down at it. Um, okay. Um, and turns it over, and out from one of the braids takes a pencil. A cult. I'm sorry. You. What time did? When was this? Uh, you know, uh, pretty early in the night, just at midnight. Okay. Oh, okay. Why? You're not home for the holidays. Um, no. My daddy has important, like, business people over at the house. Um, and he's, like, throwing a meeting right now. And he said that I should schmooze in the college. And also my other professor said I needed to bring my grades up or else I'll totally fail or whatever. I mean, my failure's fine. All right. Um, uh, this feels like, I don't mm, uh, what the state of the room is, I'm assuming not in a state of, of like togetherness at this point. No, you can actually see on your side. Um, it looks like someone has been ripping through her things, trying to find like a journal or a diary or like some sort of information about her. And despite the fact that Jiffany, you know, of course, always looks fabulous, she looks a little bit like not okay, like she hasn't been sleeping. Um, and like her hair isn't as pristine as it normally is, and she has bags under her eyes. And as you both turn your backs towards uh, Baradus's bed, um, we see uh, Miro approach the room. Another friend of Baradus, uh, a mutual friend of Jiffany and Mix, or at least in a, a, someone you all would notice uh, and recognize. Uh, Alice, what do they see as Miro begins to walk up into the door? Uh, they see Miro, who's probably holding a few like notebooks and probably like a textbook uh she's been pretty worried because veritas did not show up to their final and if she's sick that's going to drop the curve and she's getting paid for this <laughs> so <laughs> um but gamble or rather miro um is a pretty like tall pale elf like straight pin like pinstripe black hair, uh, very severe, like straight cut bangs. Uh, she's wearing like a, tr- a tweed, like sheath dress, and you can see, um, like the collar and like the long sleeves peeking out. And so this is all like going down, like right in front of the dorm door to make sure we're inside. Inside the room, like near Baradus's. Is- okay. Yeah, if um, she hears that, she's just gonna kind of like slowly open the door and peek in. Uh, uh, Jiffany here ah! and throws the other pillow. <laughs> oh my god, me? knock! I mean, I heard screaming, so I was worried for the worst, but. I see that's not an issue right now. Hi, is Veritas around? Uh, she missed 
uh, one of the finals. So I was checking to see if she's like sick or something. No, she's with her cult friend. She's probably totally fine. <laughs> Is the cult thing new? I haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, she didn't really tell me anything about it either. They just kind of came in the middle of the night. But like, like I said, everything's fine. It's like a hazing thing, I'm pretty sure. Did she at least say when she's going to be back? Because I really need to let the professor know uh, when she's going to be coming in for the makeup finals. Because that's going to throw the entire class off if the second highest grade in the class is not there. Like I said, she didn't tell me, but I assume everything's fine. I'm totally fine. I'm not worried. Everything's fine. I mean, I'm screwed for inventory if we don't find her. Uh, speaking of which, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to count some cups? <sighs> Gross. That sounds like work. I need to find Verdis. Yeah, I'm not exactly the working type, sorry. You hear a... As a person actually knocks on the door this time and... See? It's, it's That's how you do it! Open um, to the extent of... of all three of you now being in the room. Um, and it is the fellow satyr, uh, TA, or like resident assistant of the dorm area. Um, and he has like shady brown hair and a fawn-like look. And he just says, uh, Jiffany, uh, I have a letter here for, for Veritas. Have you seen her? No, um, I, I haven't seen her recently. Uh, okay. I can, I can take it. Uh, well, you're supposed to go pick up her homework from her professors, uh, the film school. They're actually, like, waiting right now, um, in case you have the time. Kind of eyes everyone in the room, like, what are y'all doing in here? <laughs> girl boss stuff. What do you want? Like, that's what we're doing. Uh, okay. Well, I'll just leave this note with you. They're expecting you to today. So, uh... Yeah, I, I might. Uh, oh, you, you... Okay. <laughs> she, she gets her hand. Give me. <laughs> Hands it to you. And just, like, uh, have a nice break. And hear hooves the same way you heard Mix's hooves in the hallway, heading down the hall. So what's in this letter? Jiffany immediately opens it. Yeah, it's just what they said. It's just like a folded up piece of paper that says, Paradis, uh, your homework is waiting for you uh, with uh, Professor Zebulon in their office. Please pick it up before leaving for break. Yeah, I guess I'll be nice, but she owes me at least like one month of homework after after she's back. <laughs> at least. That's a lot of homework. All right. One month. One month. Just take a summer month. <laughs> Miro and, and Mix. Um, do you head with Jiffany? As you uh, continue over to the, to the fashion school to pick up homework. 
Uh, can't hear you, I think Liz. you're muted. I'm muted? No, Liz. Liz oh, knows. Liz, okay. yeah. We will say that you go. You follow <laughs> Jiminy. <laughs> Clip clop away. Um, as you, as you um, with Jiffany through the college campus. Again, it's kind of drizzly, it's cold. Um, and both Jiffany and Amble recognize a friend, Desdemona, aka Desi, in their rain cloak, couple of books in hand, walking through the green toward the library, I assume, Latia? Yes. Yeah. Um, Desdemona is a tiefling. Um, she is wearing, um, like, like you said, a, a rain cloak over kind of like a, uh, like simple kind of cloth dress that goes just past the knees. Um, but the cloth looks very fine, um, and petticoats and stuff. Um, and yeah, she's got a, a specifically a very fine looking book in her hand. Uh, as she walks. Yeah. And um, Tiffany Gamble and Mix probably as well would know that Berdis and Desdemona are familiar. Um, and that Desdemona might be a lead on where Berdis is located. Hey, bestie. Hi. Oh my god, how are the library trips? Good. Um... Remind me what your name is. Well, that's not super rude, considering I show you to the library all the time. But yeah, no, I'll tell you my name for like the tenth time. I don't mind. Um, my name's Jiffany. Um, have I'm the roommate of Veritas. You haven't happened to see her around, have you? Like, you would happen to be in that cult she's like participating in. Uh. That was so much information all at once. Hi, Jiffany. No, I haven't seen Veritas. What's this about a cult? Or I don't remember. I don't go here. I just visit. So I, I mean, even if there was cult activity, I wouldn't know about the cult activity if it existed. Well, there's always a cult in every college, obviously. <laughs> like it's pretty standard. Well, I've wrong. only. You have- I've, I've only been to like one college and it's this one and I don't really attend it so that's news to me I'm learning new things every day yeah like you always think like the secret society is like sororities and sororities and then there's a cult that's what my daddy says anyway right um but you haven't seen her around no um no not since the last like charity function my father held um, where her film was viewed. That was it was a really, really great film. But no, I haven't seen her since since that. Is everything okay? Are the cults do are cults bad? I mean like it depends on the cult, I think. Uh this one happened to like go in our room in the middle of the night, which I thought was super rude. But like, you know, it's just college hazing or whatever is what I think. Did they knock first? You know what? They didn't. Super rude, right? 
Who doesn't yeah. knock? <laughs> Tiffany says, looking at her pelvis. <laughs> Short-handed shift managers. <laughs> Still got the timing. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm good. But yeah, I, I guess y'all are gone looking for Bearness. Yeah, I don't... yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. I'm picking up her stuff, which, uh, like her homework and whatever, because she hasn't been here for a few days, which I'm sure is fine. Um, like I said, she's probably just out and about. Uh, but like afterwards, if you could help find us, that would be whatever cool. Uh, I'm not freaking out about it. <laughs> I believe you. Right? Why wouldn't you? I'm totally telling the truth. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Desdemona's gonna kind of bundle her rain cloak about her a little tighter. Um like not even an insight check is is enough to is 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 you don't need one to notice mm-hmm. that like she's she cares more about the book in her hands than she does like her actual clothing. But yeah, she bundles herself up a little tighter and I guess we'll join Tiffany and Mix to go wherever it is that they are going. Yeah. I think Miro is there as well, correct? Maybe hanging toward the I'm sorry, Miro. It's fine. I I like I'm not really I guess I'm looking for her. I was honestly just kind of going home, but apparently I'm being roped into this now. Yeah, because you're just such a nice person. It's I I mean it's super rude if like you left without looking for your friend right i mean you would never do that i mean you said she was okay but yeah totally i mean yeah she's probably okay but we should just look for her uh just to say hi i'm also like no offense Tiffany, but i'm getting a lot of mixed signals about how you think that she's clearly okay but at the same time you want to look for her so badly because you think that she's okay yeah, I don't see how that's a mixed signal. That seems pretty accurate. Do you want to look for her real bad because you're absolutely sure that she's okay and you just want to make sure that she's okay because you're that, but even though you're absolutely certain of that fact. Yeah, totes. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> Incredible. You all <laughs> follow Tiffany up into the the university towards the professor's offices and because the hallways are so empty i imagine that this group would be able to hear any conversation being had between professor edward sai and professor zebulon in zebulon's office um edward and zebulon what you talking about what what you look like let's intro these awesome characters Um, I think seated behind a large, uh, sort of modern modern desk, uh, I think it's a very, very dark wood, um, is Zebulon. Um, Z is slightly above average height, uh, pretty thin, uh, and Z is sitting in what looks to be a, a motorized wheelchair. Um, and it and the motorization part appears to be some kind of magic. Um, Z is wearing um, very well tailored clothing, um, and 
Zebulon's hair, which normally falls all the way down to zero waist, is uh, tied up at the back of Zer's head in this like massive bun, and there's like two golden uh, hairpins stuck through it. Um, Zebulon's got freckles and uh, has a scar on Zer's jawline. Um, and is currently seated, uh, reviewing, I think, just th- the desk is covered in uh, fashion sketches that were turned in by, uh, one of Zero classes. I think seated across from me is Edward. What do you look like? <laughs> Edward is, uh, is a human. Um, it's me. It's the human. Uh, Edward's a human. They have, uh... Like shoulder length uh, hair, I would say shoulder length um, locks. Like about a little bit darker complexion than mine. Um, I think very. Uh, what's I'm looking for? Like soft features. Uh, soft features, but very uh, thick. Uh, like like six three. Like thick hips, thick shoulders. Um. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal is. <laughs> um, and she is dressed. She's dressed almost like a student. I think she's in like a big cozy sweater, in like uh, some like distressed distressed uh, denim. Fun fact: denim existed in uh, in like uh, fantasy times. <laughs> if you if you look into it, denim's older than you think. <laughs> I found, no. I found that out. I found that out from watching the Willow show when they had denim, and I was like denim, and I googled it, and denim is actually very, very, very old. My next character uh, should have denim on denim. Listen, you can do it. Uh, she's she's <laughs> on like the Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. Distressed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, distressed like denim jeans on, um, and just like even though it's cold, is not wearing shoes. Does not wear shoes. Um, and very, very, uh, manicured nails. Ooh. And, uh, she's holding, like, a pair of, like, pink framed glasses and has amber eyes. What are y'all talking about? Babe. I think you've come to visit me. Um... And I think uh, Zebulon has just finished asking you, like, what do you want? Can't a professor come visit another professor during break just to see how it's going? Not when that other professor is you. Listen, I'm just another professor here at this university doing my job. And I figure I should come say hello while you were free. You and I both know that that is not true. I don't... Listen, 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 listen. I don't know what anyone knows, really. Who knows anything? You know, I was talking to one of the philosophy professors who thought, really, none of us know anything. And I found that quite fascinating. No. I know everything about you. And I want to know what you are doing here. You do not belong here. 
what I am doing. I am here. Well, you see, actually, I, there is something else. Did you notice Baird is missing from the final exam week? Who's that? Um, usually in my class, it's since front center. I assume it's the same in yours. Probably, I like point at one of the, probably that desk over there. And uh, Zebulon looks and kind of squints and looks back at you and says, well, I have so many students, it is very hard to remember. There it is. And I'm yeah. like looking through like my papers and I think I locate Berdus's fashion illustration and I just kind of pull it out of the stack and place it in the center of the desk and say, well, it looks like she turned in her last assignment. So no, I did not notice she was missing. Well, fair enough, fair enough. It, it's fascinating. I do love our chats, you know? I don't. Can I, I get you a coffee sometime? <laughs> At this, with the rest of the party, having hear, heard, I do love our chats, and I don't uh, <laughs> approach the office slash classroom where they're supposed to pick up the rest of Berdis's, uh work from Zebulon's office, per the note. Definitely haven't been sitting outside the past five minutes no, no, obviously the, the drama queens have not been like pressing their ear against the door. <laughs> um, as a group of students enter uh, your office slash classroom here. Look, students, lovely. How can we help you? No, continue on to this melodrama. Pretend we're not here. Well, fine. So, Professor, as I was saying, <laughs> could I get you some. I just put my hand up to get you to stop talking. And I look at the group of students and just say, what can I do for you? That's fair. Everyone does want to pay attention to me. Well, um, uh, I'm just here to pick up Veritas's, like, uh, homework art, whatever, uh, from this note. Uh, she's not here. Um, don't really know where she is, but, uh, picking up her homework. During this, this whole moment, like, while Jiffany is talking and Professor Zebulon has held out your hand, I have stepped forward, removed the note from Jiffany's hand, and have walked it over to, to <laughs> Professor Zebulon yes, the whole so time Jiffany's been talking. <laughs> uh, I take the note and uh, I read it. What does it specifically say? It says that Verdis has not been in attendance to her classes in the past 48 hours, and that she is due to receive any assignments from her professors, including your class. I see. Uh, Zebulon um, moves your chair over to like a very tall sort of like filing cabinet kind of situation, pulls out a drawer. Um, you all who are standing around can see there are just tons of folders. They're all meticulously organized. And I pull out one of them like picture like those like vanilla folders and I bring it back over to my desk and to open it and um, you watch Zebulon's long sort of very nimble fingers rifle through all the pages and pulls out um, some like packets that are held together with um, what are they called paper clips uh, pulls out various assignments um, readings what have you uh, closes the file folder sticks it back and uh, hands it to, uh, or just like, you know, 
puts them in a stack and offers it to Desdemona. Hi, um, I'm actually her roommate. Yeah, oh. just me will take and Zebulon just like shifts and faces you. Um, <laughs> uh, Zebulon, as you take that note, um, as with your textile background, the sensitivity of the hands, the how familiar you have to be with fabrics and other materials to sort of identify them by feel alone. Something about the edge, the quarter edge of the note itself catches your attention and after handing over those papers you pick it up again with your hand and you see a small little stamp and it has a jellyfish it's just sort of pressed into the paper it's a circle with a jellyfish that has sharp teeth and extended eyes its tentacles kind of turned so that the suckers are pointing all different directions um you've heard of this this is oh insignia of the order of the deep what do i know about them this happens about once a year when students miss assignments for maybe like one day uh you'll get a, a note that has this little message on it sort of a fraternal order pay-to-play kind of a thing where professors are just supposed to turn the other cheek and allow these students to turn in assignments late based on this insignia being stamped into so, the of something so it's accommodations yes okay is there anything else significant about it because right now zebulon just doesn't think there's anything weird about that um i would say that the thing that strikes uh, their attention is that it it's normally just like one class it's not two full days worth of classes being missed by these students and this is probably the third note of this kind that you and professor edward if uh as a rogue you probably have noticed this as well uh have received today alone you said it was pay to play like it's not they don't like you don't uh they're not picking anyone it is like a like a um prestigious in terms of like resources you have given and Baerdis is not rich what i remember no M- may i see that note perhaps professor yes and I just offer it to you between two fingers. I, uh, I take, I take the note and brush your hand a little bit. Okay. It's like my pinky. Okay. Thank you. Um, hmm. Interesting. Fascinating. Uh, I'd like to activate my gem of true seeing. Hmm. All right. While I look at this note and I put on my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Read for me and everyone else. What does the gem of true seeing allow you to see? Uh, it's actually just gem of seeing. Sorry, buddy. The gem has three charges in action. You speak the gem's command word. One charge. Uh, the next 10 minutes, you have true sight out to 120 feet. Great. Um, you see sort of this dark, magical aura emanating around the stamp. Uh, it has a little bit of a charm effect to it in that it's supposed to calm your emotions and allow you to execute the task on the paper a little bit easier. 
Interesting. Uh, I fold it up and put it <laughs> like in the booby pocket. Yeah. Booby pocket. Fascinating. Where was this note again? R-R-A, just like my R-A just gave it to me. And that would be whom again? Charles. Charles. Yeah, what God said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, of course, Charles, of course. Um, And you are Jiffany. I'm obviously, yes, I'm Jiffany. Yes, barely spoke of you, of course. Well, Interesting, interesting. Um, oh, wait, she spoke of me? Like, of what? What was the topic of conversation? You know, I don't think it's my right to say what someone else said, but they did say things. Well, and that's, that's just enough. terrible. You can't just say that. You can't just tease. Oh, I know. It's. I also love to know things, but until you get better at it, then I guess you won't know it. Well... It is interesting that this note was handed to you. Um, Professor, may I have a word? Yes. Uh, I try to bring you away from the students. Yeah, I maneuver my chair, I think, to the other corner of my room where there's like a nice little like reading nook-esque looking thing. And uh, there's like another chair and like a little coffee table and it's kind of cozy. <laughs> Yeah. I know you don't like me, which is fair. Um, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's fair, but that's, that's not the point right now. There is something going on here with this Beres, um, and I think we should figure out what's up. And you are concerned for her? Yes, I, I am. She's, she's a lovely student, um, a nice person, and... You know, I don't like when people get hurt. That's not really my MO. It seems you have learned to care. What do you need? <sighs> we should uh, try to figure out what happened to her. We, we go back to the room, start there, investigate some, perhaps. And you want my help? Why, why do you think I would be helpful? I mean, you're the... Uh, uh, smartest person I know, so. Huh. And Zebulon kind of just, like, seems very uh, deep in thought about your request. And um, Z uh, doesn't, um, fi- like, finally breaks your eye contact to look off to the side and uh, studies the, how many of you are? Four students kind of still kind of standing around my desk. Um, And then finally I look back at you and I say, "Uh, very well, I think my work can wait seeing as I have all of break to finish. Lovely, incredible, perfect. I'm so excited to, uh, to get to the bottom of this very serious matter. And also spend time with you. And also get to the bottom of this. I am, I am wheeling myself back towards... I'm walking away. <laughs> I'm moving away from you. <laughs> yes. Um, students, uh, how would you like some extra credit for break? That depends. Do I have to do anything? Yes. 
That is usually how extra credit works. That is usually how extra credit works. How much extra credit and for what class? Yes. You know what? I can be bribed. Perfect. I, I thought I so. just need someone to cover inventory. I and Mix is like actively avoiding making eye contact with uh with Edward. Oh my goodness, with Zebulon. Mm. Uh You're avoiding my eye contact. <laughs> very actively since we walked in Fine. as a former textile student. <laughs> you have a job you want money i'll just ask my daddy to like to give you some money to cover for your break or whatever for your job how much gold do you usually earn a day like 50 what i but yes just say yeah sure yeah absolutely no, that's you know not what? A lot. i'll take that'll work for me okay whatever sucker uh, lowballing you Sebulon, do you share with anyone what you know about the stamp that was pressed into the paper? Um, I think so above table mm-hmm. so that I understand it is a thing that lets professors know that it's okay that a student misses a class and that they can, should make accommodations for them. It's sort of like um the best thing I can compare it to in my college ex- experience was when and when any athlete had to miss a class because of a game and the professors were required to, no matter what, allow them to make up anything they missed during that class. I see. I went to art school, so we didn't have art school. That. <laughs> uh, we didn't have that. We didn't have uh, athletes. Yeah. I mean, so- we did. My school did have. We are like the number one equestrian team, I think, or something. <laughs> Hello? Equestrian team. Hello? You missed the whole Hello? thing. Okay, wait. <laughs> That's awesome. But instead of sports, because this is an art school, um, this is a like fraternity. This is a fraternal order. I see. And, and uh, they're called the Deep Zone. The, the what? Order of the Deep. The order of the not the deep zone. <laughs> <laughs> the deep zone. That's her name now. Hey, maybe I'm gonna take you to the deep zone. Uh, no, okay. um, I think the order of the deep. I think um, I think Zebulon will um, as I am uh, maneuvering back to my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of mutter under my breath. Uh, but loud enough for anyone to hear because I think, um, and I think Mix knows this very well, Zebulon is not um, subtle about letting Zir displeasure be known. Uh, (laughs) And so um, Zebulon mutters something that sounds like the Order of the Deep is getting very demanding nowadays. And just like rolls rolls their eyes and uh, goes back around to the other side of their desk to gather up all of the papers that are strewn about um, because he was in the middle of grading. Yeah. As uh, you say this, uh, Tezzy, your ears kind of prick at that as you remember all the stories your parents have told you about being members of this order in their time at Bailiwick College of the Arts. 
Yeah. So I think once, um, as Professor Zebulon is kind of like straightening up Zier desk, I kind of step forward and I'm like, well, uh, hi, uh, Professor. Not actually a student, but I have a question. The order is still a thing? Uh, excuse me? Uh, my parents were members of this. And then, like, she, she, like, stops for a second and then she turns to look at Jiffany and, like, were my parents in a cult? (laughs) Obviously. They're rich. Every rich person's in a cult. That's neither here nor there, but anyway, my parents were a part of this, and they've told me a lot of stuff about, like, all about, like, the, the, the focus on, like, oceanic magic and, like, the wonders and mysteries of the deep, and I, that's why I come to the school, is to learn magic that's related. So, I got, I mean, I didn't know they were still a thing. I was, that's why I come to the school, is to learn magic that they wouldn't let me come to school to learn, because I was homeschooled. Was, uh, was there a question in there? Yeah, no, the question was, uh, is the Order of the Deep still a thing? Yes. I guess I did answer my own question. You're a great professor. (laughs) They really are. The best, the best professor, I think. You know, I would say, um, the most, uh, magnificent professor, the most, um, Would you like us to leave? Yeah, like, like, I have, like, an extra sock if you want me to, like, put it on the door handle so you can just, like, do whatever. (laughs) So everyone's, like, looking at you, uh, and, like, one brow is arched. Like, Zebulon's looking at you, eyes piercing, like, what are you saying? (laughs) Anyway, uh, we should... You know, get get moving. <clears throat> yes. Um, you haven't explained what this extra credit is and what it. Involves. I haven't, have I? I mean, I insinuated that it was finding Verdis because apparently she's been gone for longer than she should be gone. Yeah. This one's ahead on the extra credit assignment already. And I'm not even a student. Not even a. Not even, wait. Why are you here? I just said my parents. Yeah, she's a nerd. I'm, I'm visiting. I'm sorry. I was uh, not listening. Right, because you were too busy making googly eyes at the professor. I beg your pardon. I'm also professor. Thank you. Uh, that does not change what you were doing. <laughs> I believe it would if you uh, took a moment to think about it. Don't wanna. Uh, Mix. Lizzie- what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know where the house is that the Order of the Deep sort of calls home where um, older students tend to live in groups and they have their rituals and their events and stuff. Um, you know where this is, as well as uh, maybe some others, if you think you would know. It's, it's a very large house with a black wrought iron fence around the outside. Uh, not too far away from campus. Okay. Well, I guess the best place, the first place, the first best place to look would be the... Oh, look, I'm just going to call it the Deep House, which is probably not its name, but that's kind of that's what, what I'm going to call it right yeah. now. We've um, decided as, as a non-student student that that is what it's called. I that feel, I feel like 
this cult definitely has some kind of cool cryptic name and every student on campus is, oh, the Deep House? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's where we get crunked. <laughs> all house music all the time. <laughs> all the lever crunk. <laughs> I mean, it's a big ostentatious building, though. Like, it looks as imposing as it sounds, really. So that's the best place to look, probably, first. Yes, um, uh, uh, yes, we should get going. I uh, lead the way. I start leaving the room. I have um, poured myself a cup of tea, and I put the little mug in the little cup holder on my chair. Yeah. And uh, all of the papers have been cleaned up, and they're stacked in a neat pile. And I wheel myself to the doorway, and I just make a gesture for all of you to leave so I can lock up behind everyone. Everyone moseys out, uh, waiting for Zebulon as Zay locked the door. And, uh, yeah, uh, you begin heading toward the Deep House, which is the new name. <laughs> I know it has a real name. What's its real name? No, that's the Deep House. It, it's the Deep House. I don't okay. know the name anymore. <laughs> its name is immediately name has been lost, lost time. time. Yeah. <laughs> We know it is the deep house, technically, and then all the students just refer to it as like the deep dicks or something. Oh no! <laughs> no. Yeah, Maybe no. they call it the I deep did, though. I know I didn't hear that right. <laughs> I know. Did, did, oh, did yeah. I? Yeah, you I, did. You're pretty sure. You did. DD. As you <laughs> continue walking, um, it's like weirdly empty. It's one of those surreal, almost liminal space times on a college campus where there are very few people left around. And the rain starts to fall a little harder as you all continue. And on top of the fact that you're going to find Berdis, you see a few posters hanging on the lampposts the lights magically lit with an ever-burning flame sort of on each one for their final showing of their award-winning student film funded by Desi's parents uh, about a boat lost at sea. You can't help but find potential similarities between context of the film and Beardus' disappearance with the Order of the Deep. As you get closer to the house, there's more and more posters and the ink kind of starts to run as the rain falls very heavy on top of you all. I want to uh, take one of these posters as we're walking. I want to study it for mm, anything that leaps out to me as like that's weird and was left intentionally. Yeah, give me an insight or investigation check. You got Ooh, it. First hmm. roll of the game. First roll. Is it the first roll? Is it yeah. me? I'm going to do investigation. Yeah. This, this is going to set the expectation. 24. Whoa. All right. Which one did you go with? Insight or investigation? Best investigation. Um, yeah, you see that... This is a weird double-pressed poster. 
And by double pressed, I mean there was a sheet of paper that that insignia of the jellyfish with the sharp teeth and the tentacles and the circle just repeated over and over and over and over again on a sheet of paper, which was then attached to the back of the sheet of paper that has the information for the film. So you're saying on the say that again. I that's me, Austin, being a bimbo. Say that, say those words again. But <laughs> no, it's okay. Sore. So there's a sheet of paper. There's one sheet of paper that has the jellyfish insignia repeated over and over across the entire thing, attached to the back of the poster. So you can vaguely see the the ink of the jellyfish through the top piece of paper on the back piece. And as you investigate, you can pull them apart if you wanted to. I start just to see if there's anything I couldn't see. Like, I, like, peek Mm -hmm. to see if there's anything I... Yeah, to see if there's anything I couldn't see before when they were together. Yeah, you see, like, this small coin sitting in the center. I'll, yeah, I'll, like, uh... rip it away, uh, fold up the movie poster take the coin. My intention is take the coin and like put these back together and put them up somewhere else. Yeah, you take the coin. It has the same emblem uh, and on the back it says descend until the end. That's super weird. Her original posters didn't have that. Or perhaps they did and you just know how to find them. No, it didn't, and Jiffany actually takes out, like, her prototype did not have that, and you actually can see on the end, it has, like, uh, a a lipstick kiss, like a blue lipstick kiss, and she's like, um, I was drunk, and I thought this was a lipstick, and that's why it had, I thought it was uh, paper towels, and that's why it has that, no other reason. Uh, but yeah, see, it, it didn't have that. Right, I've been drunk before, mm. we can ask Professor Zebulon about that. Um... <laughs> Please don't. As you keep walking, though... Please don't. Jiffany, <laughs> uh, like, if you rip one down to prove your point, it does have all of the same intricacies with the coin that Edward found. But the next one doesn't. It seems to be random in which ones have this calling card and which ones do not. Like it was manufactured that way, or at least some of them were. I pick up the other coin. Or Jiffany picks up the other coin. <sighs> Weird. Are we like, all RC going looking for coins? You can if you want. I don't need to look for a coin and she just like pulls one out of her pocket. <laughs> Shouting. <laughs> Thanks, because I were to look for a coin. If I would have known that they were just handing money out on this campus, I might not have dropped out. Oh, I don't believe this is money, Mix, darling. I don't think anything can be currency. Starts ripping it open. Well, yes, I suppose. <laughs> a fine art piece can be currency to the right person, but, Parents, you know. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you can always, like, paint over the gold, those coins and make them look like gold coins. I had to try a lot harder to make a counterfeit than that. I know, my daddy has a guy for that. I'm aware. 
Oh, are you? How weird for yes. a professor. I'm going to pretend mm -hmm. I don't hear any of this. <laughs> professor, <laughs> right, yes. We have a professor. No, I mean, I'm a professor of history. It's, I, it's my job to know things. Sure. If I find yeah. one of these coins, mm -hmm. what, like, what is it made out of? I, like, look at... <clears throat> like, it's made out of... Uh, it's painted gold. It's meant to look like a gold coin. Mm -hmm. um, but give me a nature check with advantage because you artificery, artificer things, metal knowledge. <laughs> oh. I'm not a nature person. That was a seven. Oh, you rolled with advantage. Yeah, oh, you rolled with advantage. Okay. Better at the 17. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you like toss it a little bit, like feel the weight in your hand, it becomes pretty clear to you pretty quickly that this isn't actually metal. Um, and if you start to like pick at it, the the paint starts to chip away it was a metallic paint but underneath seems to be just like a black obsidian stone that this coin is made out of but it otherwise doesn't seem magic or anything mm -mm. not you a little weird yeah um is it, well, is obsidian worth more than gold, I should ask, for this world? It's more rare. Gold doesn't really have value when everyone has a universal income. Yeah. You know? I mean, it does. Like, you can increase your wealth beyond that income, but it's not as sought after as precious gems and stones that have, take more labor to find, for sure. <laughs> so, it looks like... what. Whatever is going on, they're hiding um, obsidian behind, quite honestly, a really cheap gold paint. I mean, it fits the vibe, as you could say, better. What's it doing in the posters, though? Uh, well, to bear this as part of a cult, I thought we all were... Are we really still going with the cult thing? Are we not going with the cult? Is it not clearly a cult? I... I, a cult? I mean, really? To be fair, they're, like, known as just, like, the frat guys around campus. They throw these razor parties, and... Yeah, the last time I was there, they were, like, raiding people as they walked by. You really think they're organized enough for a cult? Jiffany, would you please again describe uh, the state in which Baradus left your room? Yeah, so like it was midnight and there were a bunch of people with like really gaudy gross masks that had like this lavender thing, which I thought was a little like whatever. Uh, and they came in while they thought we were asleep and they kind of took her. Okay, so I like, need to point out the obvious, but we are an art school with the drama department. <laughs> yeah, super over dramatic, like I said super like theater people i feel like all of you should take a second round of my history course <laughs> at this point you've made it 
to Deep House. Um, and uh, Gamble slash Bureau, I think you notice that the fence around uh, this house, which takes up a whole block, uh, is made of obsidian. Uh, but it, it's made to look like wrought iron spiked uh, fence. And there's a closed gate that leads up to the front door. Uh, as you make your way there, you see a few strange looking creatures seemingly sleeping one in front of the steps that lead to the front door and two uh on the little patio that leads to the front door what kind of check would be used to discern these what these are uh you could give me a nature or history or religion check i'll do history and i also realized i cut you off alice i'm so sorry I was going to say, yeah, this really goes for the vibe. <laughs> Probably just broke the fence. Um, I rolled a 19 history check. Nice. Um, tell me why Desi knows what the fiend Howler looks like. Why, why does Desi know what a fiend is, and specifically this type of fiend? All right, hold on. Howlers are uh, good like, god. They look a little rhinoceros-like, but they have good god. large uh bulbous bulbous throat, like a frog <laughs> and giant spikes coming out of their back with a forked tail and bright red eyes and spiked teeth. Um so Desi is a tiefling. Mm-hmm. That's kind of enough said on why she knows what fiends are. Yeah. But her parents had a howler. <laughs> Makes sense. They no, lo- they no longer have this howler, but they had one. Oh, it's a rich people thing. Got it. There are three of these oh, creatures. Uh, yeah, hanging hmm. out. Don't like that on the patio. I saw huh? these things at a show once at a fair, and I don't know. They love them. It's got to be something about them. Pedigree. It's you like, said there are three of them? There are three, three of them. Yeah. Yes. My daddy says it's like a power thing. Like, they're super dangerous and they can kill you with like a glance. But like, you have enough money that you can keep them in a cage. Like, it's fine. Maybe we don't want to wake them. Oh, I no. They'll rip your face off. I, I keep walking. Caged. I have a question. You go through the gate and keep walking toward the house? Okay. Um, They don't wake up quickly. The gate is not locked. Uh, This seems to be normally enough protection to eliminate any disturbances. Um, And as you walk up, the one at the lower stair kind of sits up uh, and opens its mouth and yawns and looks over at you. So... Does this place usually get used for frat parties? It does sometimes, but you've never seen the howlers here when that happens. Mm. Um, but Edward has gone forward beyond the rest of the party. So I'm curious what your plan is here, Austin. Uh, I take out the coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just hold it towards the howler. Its throat kind of explodes and does the frog thing. Mm-hmm. Is it 
Yeah. Steps closer. <laughs> kind of sniffs at the coin. You just hear like a doesn't seem to be very happy with you and it doesn't seem to care about the coin but give me a perception check perception that's a 17 uh you notice that on the door now up about five steps uh past the other two that are sleeping instead of a keyhole there's just a round slot Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, what I just it? turn around. You turn around? <laughs> yeah, if it, if it doesn't, I just turn around and leave. Yeah. Or I start doesn't. leaving, but you can you can go to everyone else as I start leaving. I have something I'm going to do. Yeah, it doesn't uh, go back to sleep, but it also doesn't follow. Uh, but yeah, what's the rest of the party doing? Um. Well, I'm pretty sure that the library that Desdemona was coming to look at things in is in here. Mm -hmm. um, so I just walk in. Like, I just go to the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, the howlers kind of sniff at you again and then quickly stand at attention and make way and then just let you walk up the middle of the steps to the door. Oh, that's so cool. Um, hey, uh, I turn, I, I look at the howl, I'm probably the howler that I'm probably closest to, mm -hmm. and I look at it and I say to it in, um, I, I would know what it is. So yeah, I say to it in, in abyssal, mm -hmm. uh, can you let my friends in, please? Well, awesome. Thanks. Uh, and then I just kind of wave everybody up. Like, it's fine. You're good. They just lay back down like dogs. I kind of really want to pet it. I don't recommend it. I mean, once you get past the spikes and the bulbous and the drippiness, it's they're fine. They're like big dogs. No. Yeah. No. Do you just not like dogs? Is that it? Are you like a cat person? Yes, actually. I think it slips out of like Gamble's mouth before like they even notice, but it's like this is some rich people bullshit. <laughs> looks back at Miro. Yeah. Back down and bounds over, just sidestepping in just one great big leap. Gamble, like, yeah. Yeah, it is rich person bullshit. Uh, Wouldn't I think... you be used to that? And with that, as you all enter this house, we're going to take a quick break. Whoa! Come ah! back. Oh my gosh. As the spoopy thriller horror continues as we spooky, venture into scary the Christmas Eve. deep house. Deep house. Deep house. Deep house. Uh, D, double D. If you're watching, uh, this is the perfect time to hit that like button, maybe the subscribe button, and if not, <laughs> we've still got lots of story to tell. So we'll be right back. See you soon. Ooh, ring the bell.
that's it for part one. Thank you so much for listening. If you cannot wait for the cleaner audio background uh, music inspired podcast version of this live stream, you can go watch now on our YouTube channel, the live version of this beautiful story. Can't wait to have you back for part two. If you like this, why not check out some of our other shows? We have Utopia, our flagship D&D 5e long-term campaign. Uh, We also have But Then What, our improv comedy show, uh, and many other one-off one-shots and lots more coming soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a really great day.